Hey friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. I'm very excited for today's Bible study breakdown episode. We are inside the book of Malachi and we are talking about three lessons that every Christian entrepreneur needs to know when it comes to tithing. Now, if you are not familiar with the phrase tithing, don't worry. We're going to talk about it inside of today's episode. Just know that today's episode deals with the conversation of money and how scripture tells us that we should be handling money. And so as Christian entrepreneurs, um, I felt this was such an appropriate topic. Malachi is also the final book in the Old Testament, which means that next Thursday we are going to be kicking off the Gospels, starting with the book of Matthew. So many good things coming your way. Let's dive into the book of Malachi. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Okay, so I want to kick off with our anchor scripture here, which is Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. I'm going to read that passage to you, and then we're going to dive into this whole conversation of tithing. So it says, You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. This is the Lord speaking. You are under a curse, for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will throw, or excuse me, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. 
Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Then all nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. So my first experience with tithing happened back in 2020. It was towards the beginning of the pandemic when my business truthfully was not making very much money. Now, I started my business back in 2019 and I saw um, a pretty, pretty quick uh, income flow into my business in 2019. Um, But then I shifted gears. I switched it. I switched, switched it. I switched my niches. The pandemic happened. My life was turned upside down, just like yours, I'm sure was. And there was like a lull in my business for um, several months in 2020. And it was during those lull months where I felt like money was not in abundance, that the Lord really confronted me with this topic of tithing, which When I get into the three different lessons that Christian entrepreneurs need to know, you will understand how appropriate it was that the Lord confronted me with the conversation of tithing um, when I felt like I didn't have very much money or when I was in a season of financial scarcity. So that being said, if you're not familiar with the word tithe, tithe means 10%. And in the context of biblical scripture, tithing is talking about giving 10% of your income um, in, in the Bible, it was talking about to the temple in order to um, pay people to help maintain the temple and, and go through um, religious rituals. And in today's culture, um, it's it's similar, except for instead of temple, you know, we tithe to the church and to help spread the message of the gospel and help to fund the church and the people working on staff in the church. So When you hear me say the word tithe, just understand that that means to give 10% of your income to the church. So like I said, I started tithing back in 2020 during the pandemic, during a low season in my business. And it all started when I saw this sermon series on YouTube um, because And I know that church was definitely, there were definitely churches going online before the pandemic, but during the pandemic was really when everybody started watching church online because so many churches were closed. And that was my first experience seeing a church called Transformation Church, um, pastored by Michael and Natalie Todd, which you hear me talk about all the time on the podcast. Um, I love Transformation Church. (laughs) Okay, if you haven't listened to one of their sermons Just do yourself a favor, type in Transformation Church. I promise you it's better than any Netflix series you could ever watch Um, in your downtime. It is so, so good. That being said, my first experience with Transformation Church was watching a sermon series. I believe it was called Secure the Bag. Um, And it was all about handling finances in a way that honors the Lord and tithing. And as I mentioned to you, This was in a season where I felt like finances were scarce. I wasn't making very much money at all in my business. And so the concept and the idea to give God 10% of what I felt was already in scarcity felt completely backwards to me. And it took such an enormous level of trust for me to even make my very first tithe. Because again, like if you know anything about my story, like Lucas and I were broke, (laughs) B-R-O-K-E, broke. 
Um, to the point where like Lucas would stand in the halls, in the halls, in the aisles of the grocery store, and he would whip out his, his calculator and he would he would calculate which carton of eggs were the cheapest per not per dollar, like per cent um, per egg. That was the level by which we were broke. And so again, like it felt like we needed every single dollar in order to make ends meet. And so again, just this concept of giving 10% of what I felt was already in lack felt so backwards to me. And yet the Lord convicted me because at that season I wasn't tithing. And in fact, I had never tithed really. There had been a couple times maybe growing up where I dropped something in the offering basket, but I had never consistently been obedient in a tithe. And it just, I felt like it was so inconvenient that God was convicting me of this when I felt like, Lord, I don't even have enough money when I, when I'm keeping hundred percent of it, let alone when I give you 10% and then I only have 90%, like how am I supposed to make ends meet? But of course we know that the Lord's math, kingdom math, doesn't add up here in the worldly space. And Lucas and I, uh, I don't think we ever missed a payment. Ever, no matter how uh, challenging um, our financial situation got, no matter um, even even when I started tithing, like I don't think that we ever ever missed a payment. And in fact, the Lord has done such a work in our finances to where it is night and day between where we were and where we are now. So glory to the Lord. With that being said, I want to share with you three lessons. That every Christian entrepreneur needs to know when it comes to handling finances in a way that honors the Lord specifically related to tithing. The first thing is it's not about the amount. It's about obedience. Here's what I mean. God doesn't need your money. He doesn't. God lacks nothing. He is fully abundant and he can create anything that he desires. He does not need your money. Understand that right now. He needs nothing from you. And so maybe you're thinking, well, then if he needs nothing from me, then why do I have to tithe? Because friend, what he does want from you, what he desires from you is your heart, which we'll, we'll talk about here Um in just a moment, in, in the, actually the last lesson. But what the Lord wants is your obedience. One of my tithes, it, it came back to me as I was preparing for this episode. I remember adding up however much it was going to be that I was going to tithe, which was just so uncomfortable for me, really. And still is sometimes, to, definitely every time. <laughs> who, who am I kidding? Still is something that is uncomfortable for me today. Working through the, the, those mindset blocks, friends. Um, <laughs> just being transparent. But I remember one particular time years ago where I was calculating how much it how much I was supposed to be tithing. And it came up to be something incredibly small, like 10% of what I had earned in that time period was like, it was either $7 or $17, which if you're doing the math, I can't remember which one it was. It was, if it was either seven or $17, but either way, that means that whatever time period I was calculating that tithe, my business had only made anywhere between 70 to $170. Like I was not in a place of financial abundance. And I remember tithing this like, seven or $17 trying to be obedient, but looking at that and thinking that is pathetic. Lord, I mean, here it is. You want my tithe. Here's the tithe. Like, 
I don't know what you can do with $7, but, but here it is. And what the Lord so graciously has reminded me of is that, Cammie, it wasn't about how much money you tithed. It wasn't about whether that number was seven, 17, or 7,000, which I've never tithed $7,000, but someday, friends, someday. It wasn't about how much I tithed. It was the obedience that I was bringing to the table. It was me saying, okay, God, I hear you that you want me to trust you with my finances enough to give you 10% of what is already yours, by the way. Everything I have is yours. Every dollar I make is yours. You're simply asking me to return 10% back to you. And you're asking me to trust that even though I feel like I don't have enough to begin with, that you are going to make ends meet and not just make ends meet, but you're going to give me an abundance, which we'll talk about here in number two, but to trust you enough to take that first step. And that first step is going to be uncomfortable. And I'm in this process. If you've been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, you know that I'm in the process of doing some deep mindset work, some neuroscience work with my mindset coach, Betsy Crony. And what I've learned about the brain is that the brain doesn't like different and the brain doesn't like anything that is perceived as unsafe. And one of the things that that is in our nature to want to hang on to because we believe that it can add to our safety is finances. Because many people believe, and I it's so easy, by the way, to slip into this, that, hey, if I just have more money, then like I can, I can provide whatever it is that I need for myself. And to some degree, you know, even the Bible says wisdom and money can get you almost anything. It can't buy you salvation. But the Bible will even say like wisdom and money can get you almost anything. And so it makes sense that our brains are hardwired to want to hang on to money because it's tied to our survival, right? And it's just, it's so, uh, it's, it's the grace of the father really that like he asked me in that season when I felt like I had nothing to take that step of faith. Because here's the thing, if I had been in the season of financial abundance and started tithing, it would not have been nearly as hard. Why? Because, well, if I was in abundance and God wants me to tithe out of my abundance, well then, hey, sure, you know, that's one thing. But to tithe out of what I am perceiving as scarcity or lack, that was challenging. And that's where just the father is so gentle when he's like, you know, it's not about whether you're tithing seven dollars or your tithe is 17 or 7,000. It's, it's not about the amount because Cami, I don't need your money. What I want is your heart and your obedience to desire out of your love for me to be obedient. And that means trusting me with your finances. So that's number one. It's not about the amount. It's about obedience. So if you're sitting here like, well, Cami, like, <laughs> I mean, sh- I guess I can tithe, but like, it's only going to be like, this really, really like, it's only going to be like $20 or $7. Maybe, maybe you're like me. Maybe it's a really, really small amount. Just know that God is pleased with that. God is pleased with your tithe. And, and here's another thing. He is not more pleased with a bigger tithe than he is with a smaller tithe. He is pleased with your obedience. That's number one. It's not about the amount. It's about obedience. Number two, this is coming back to spiritual warfare, which is what we talked about last week on the podcast. When you are starting to take that step in tithing, 
and you're starting to trust God with your finances, be aware of the enemy trying to attack you with fears and lies surrounding scarcity of money. Okay. It may sound something like this. Well, you don't even have enough to pay your bills to begin with. So what makes you think that you tithing 10% would be a logical move? Like it doesn't mathematically add up. Like you're definitely, if you don't even have enough now, you're definitely not going to have enough after you tithe. Like those are what the lies sound like. And they just snowball and snowball. But here's the thing. Those lies are rooted in fear, anxiety, and scarcity. And that is not of the father. In fact, here's what God's word says. God says in Malachi 3:10, I will throw open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. God is literally saying here, try me. Try me. You know like you know when somebody is I'll just talk about myself. Um, there have been moments in my life where I've been like, I've had a moment uh, where I've, I've tried to be tough with somebody and I said, go ahead, try it. Try it. See what happens when you do that thing. Like, <laughs> like can you guys like imagine like watching a movie or like maybe, maybe your kids do it like they like try to be tough and they're like, try it. See what happens. Something like that. <laughs> well, the Lord is literally saying here in this moment, try me. Except for he's not doing it in like an arrogant way. He's saying it, he's doing it in a holy way of like, Try me, try me, test this and see if I will not throw open the doors of heaven and pour out a blessing so big that you cannot even store it with the room that you currently have. Like you're going to need to go get a bigger space in order to contain the blessing that I have for you. What a good and faithful father that we serve. And what we know about spiritual warfare is that anytime we are making advancements towards the kingdom, it is a major threat to the enemy. And that is when we are oh so vulnerable to spiritual attack is when we are pursuing the Lord because the enemy perceives that as a threat and thinks, oh, no, 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 come out, come on back, come on back here to the dark side. And that's when you may start to experience this fear or anxiety or, or feelings of scarcity around finances and, and they're not being enough if you are starting to consider tithing. And I experienced that firsthand. And if somebody would have told me, hey, Cammie, don't be, a, don't be shocked if you start to have these fears or anxiety or or feelings of scarcity around money, like as you're starting to consider this tithe, if somebody would have kind of given me a heads up, it wouldn't have been as scary when I started to feel those things because I would have known that they were coming. And I would have known why they were coming because I was growing closer to the kingdom and the enemy sees that as a threat. So, so here's me trying to give you the warning that I wish I had had. That, hey, friend, if you are starting to consider tithing, be aware that the enemy sees that as a threat because you're trusting in the Lord and you would be making advancements towards the kingdom. And he may try to trick you into, into or, or through lies, fear, anxiety, and scarcity. So just, just have that forewarning ahead of time so that if that comes up for you, you will not be surprised or feel like, man, where did that come from? Out of left field? 
Okay, so that's number two. Be aware that the enemy may try to attack you spiritually with feelings of fear, scarcity, or anxiety, or lack when you are considering tithing. Now, number three, God wants you to give, yes, but he doesn't want it just to stop at that, right? Like, 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 yes, we said in number one, it's not about the amount, it's about obedience. Absolutely. And God wants you to give with a cheerful heart. How many of you have children where you're like, hey, go clean your room and or hey, set the table or hey, go take out the trash and you you want them to be obedient. But as a parent, would you rather your child be obedient, but do it grumbling like, ugh, and like stomp their feet to go take out the trash? They took out the trash, but they did it in a really frustrated way. They did it with a little bit of an attitude. They did it grumbling. They did it frustrated. Or would you rather your child be obedient cheerfully? Hey mom, yeah, absolutely. I'll take out the trash. Yep, you got it mom. Got, I got the table. Okay mom, I'll go clean up my room. Like, like we would all rather our children be obedient with a cheerful heart. Why? Why do we want our children to be obedient with a cheerful heart? I believe, and this is probably it for discussion, but I believe that we want our children to be obedient with a cheerful heart because it, it, it shows our gratitude for our parent. And it also is a reflection of our love for our parent. The Lord wants you to tithe with a cheerful heart. Let me give you scripture for this. 2 Corinthians 9 verses 7 through 8. Let me read it to you. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. That is so good. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. So that goes back to, in number two, when the enemy starts to attack you saying, hey, you know, if you start tithing, you're not going to have enough to pay your bills. Like, you know that like things are already kind of, struggling financially as it is, right? Like, like, and if you give 10% away, then just like mathematically, you're not going to have enough. The Lord knows what you need and he will give generously to make sure that you have all that you need. Like I said to you a couple minutes ago, I started tithing in a season where we didn't have financial abundance. And I do not remember a single time that we missed a payment. I never skipped one meal. We never missed rent one time. I, I, don't, I don't think that there was ever one instance in which we missed a payment. Why? Because God provides. Even if it doesn't mathematically make sense to us, God will provide. Verse eight, and God will generously, not just, not just enough for you to make ends meet and get you by, he will give, provide, or excuse me, he will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Man, I have just seen that scripture come to life in my life. And I, the other scripture the Lord is just now bringing to my mind is, um, and I can't remember which verse it is right off the top of my head, but um, those who steward well what little they have will be given more. We didn't have much. And we, play, we made plenty of mistakes. <laughs> Hear me, friend. We were not perfect. But through the Lord's 
kindness and gentle discipline and guidance, we started making different financial decisions. We started making different investments. We started tithing and the transformation of what the Lord has done for us financially is such a testament, I believe, to this scripture. And isn't that amazing how kingdom math just doesn't add up? And I am so grateful, even though it was hard, I'm so grateful that the Lord convicted me to start tithing in a season where I did not have abundance. Again, because it it wouldn't have taken nearly as much faith for me to tithe 10% if I had a whole bunch of money than when, it, when I was tithing 10% and I had almost nothing. So friend, let's just review the three lessons that we talked through today. Three lessons every Christian entrepreneur needs to know when it comes to managing the Lord's money and honoring him with our finances and specifically when it comes to tithing. Number one, we need to recognize that when it comes to tithing, it's not about the amount. It's about obedience. So we don't need to feel shame if our tithe is $7. And that means we can we should not feel prideful if our tithe is $7,000. God is not more pleased with a four-figure tithe than he is with a one-figure tithe. Like, he is not more pleased than somebody's $7,000 tithe than your $7 tithe. He cares about the obedience and your heart posture. He cares that you trust him enough to tithe. Number two, when you start this journey of trusting the Lord with your finances and being obedient, words, being obedient with your finances, be aware that that is prime time for the enemy to start hitting you with spiritual attack with things like fear, scarcity, anxiety, um, worrying about is there going to be enough, lack, lies, saying like, well, if you start tithing, you're not going to have enough. Like you don't even have enough for your bills now. Why would you have enough after you give 10% of it away? Those are all lies, spiritual attack from the enemy because you are pursuing kingdom principles. Remember, God says in Malachi 3.10, I will throw open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great, you will not have enough room to take it in. Try it, put me to the test. And number three, God wants you to give with a cheerful heart not reluctantly, not in response to pressure. And there is so much peace in that. God doesn't want you to give to him grumbling. So if you feel like that, if you're like, if you're in a space for now, you're like, Kimmy, like I, I, I feel that. I feel like if I were to tithe right now, it would be from a place of pressure or worrying that, you know, if I don't do it, then God's going to punish me. Remember the other verse that says, there is no fear in love. And if you are afraid, it's because you're afraid of punishment. There is no fear in God's perfect love. So if you are tithing because you're afraid, if you're tithing out of response of a pressure, ask God to reveal that to you. And Lord, seek my heart. You know my anxious thoughts. Bring those to light and help me to understand. Give me fresh revelation as to why that's happening. What mindset shifts need to change? What soul wounds need to heal, Lord, so that I can give to you cheerfully? Friend, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you found this valuable or helpful, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend? Whether you send the link of this episode to a friend or you take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story and tag me, I would love if you partnered with me to help get this podcast out to more and more Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches who want to grow their businesses in a kingdom 
way. And also, I want to let you know that Mondays, as you already know this, I'm just, I'm telling you something you already know, but Mondays, those are really our business focused days. We almost always talk about business in an episode, but Mondays are our heavy, tactical, practical, uh, business focused days. Thursdays are our Bible study business, Bible study <laughs> uh, breakdown days. So when it comes to our, our Monday episodes, I would love for you to send me what your specific business questions are so that I can make sure I'm creating content that is specifically helpful for you. So here's how I want you to to send me your question. Go down in the show notes and you're going to see a link called my speak pipe. (laughs) It is one of the best inventions ever. You're going to click that little link. You are going to hit record and voice your, tell me your name and then tell me what your question is. And then I will answer your question live. Well, it'll actually be recorded, but I'll answer it um, on the show. You'll be able to get featured on the show and also have an entire episode of mine dedicated to answering your question. It's basically free business coaching. (laughs) So why would you not send in your question? I'm confused. <laughs> so anyway, friends, go down to the show notes, click that speak pipe link, send me in your question and I will record an episode answering your question. Keep an eye out for future episodes where I answer that question. Such a fun way to make sure that I'm creating content that is exactly what you need. All right, friends, thanks so much for hanging out with me this Thursday. I love you and I'll see you on Monday. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.